3: I'd rather be. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. There is nowhere I'd rather be on this incredibly important occasion because there is an incredibly important election happening in the Peach State tonight, down in Georgia. What was that old song? Uh Georgia, Georgia. Yeah. Georgia is on everybody's minds tonight, and we're going to continue to give you the breakdown. I wish we could say. Polls closed two hours ago. I wish we actually had election nights anymore in the United States of America. And then we would be, by the time the show was over, telling you the winner of this critical Senate race in Georgia. We will do our best to give you updates, at least, as to what's happening down in the Peach State. That being said, our buddy Brian Maloney who knows the state well. He was boots on the ground and worked really hard during the runoff, the Senate runoff election, not that long ago, not even two years ago, that was Jan- January 2021. And so he's going to be here after the first break to let you guys know what his perspective is and whether or not uh, on uh, the legacy media tonight, it's been flipping back and forth the last few minutes in terms of who's taken the lead. I'm going to, hopefully Brian Maloney's going to have some answers for me because I've heard some, Some differing reports as to absentee ballots, when those get counted. So um, now that the polls are closed, should we say let the games begin? Hmm. Speaking of games, a lot of people are accusing my man, our man, our favorite congressman, Andy Biggs, of playing games. He's come out again and said he's going to challenge Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of the House, and oh my goodness, you would act like he, you know, said something as ridiculous as as Mitch McConnell did when he said that we had crappy candidates in uh, the midterm elections. So he will, Congressman Big, will be here tonight to give his explanation as to why he's holding up. And uh, hanging it out there, hanging Kevin McCarthy out to dry on uh, Speaker of the House position. And I'm also going to ask him to weigh in on Biden's trip to Arizona today. Those topics and so, so much more tonight, including your calls on tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. My question for you guys and my question for my man here, my Podna in crime every night of the week. Oh, yeah, I just wore out. I mean, the turnout. I've got some interesting turnout numbers in, in Georgia. Uh, that I think reflect the state of the electorate today. And that is one of voter fatigue, particularly MAGA fatigue and conservative fatigue. And not because they're tired and worn out on Trump, because I feel like there's a sense that we're fighting and fighting and fighting to tread water barely being able to grasp for air when it comes to our elections. How are you guys feeling that way? Or are you energized and you're thinking that Walker's going to uh, run away with it down there in Georgia tonight? 888-344-1170. Bringing in my pod in here every night of the week, including Tuesdays and election days, is DJ Potato Skins. These
0: woke, high IQ stupid people, they're easy to recognize. They hate George Washington. They hate Thomas Jefferson.
3: They hate... <laughs> DJ
1: Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins.
3: Excellent intro, my man. I think that's my best one yet. <laughs> I think that is your best one yet. I say he needs to, it needs to be on radio. High repeat, rotation. On high rotation.
1: You know what? I, I'm just... I'm flat out just slapped silly, Andrea. Yeah. I, I was really... Actually looking forward to the election tonight. I saw Walker was up at one point. I was all energized. And then you had to slap me with the information that, well, hey, hang on. Some of these absentee ballots might be taking a week to be able to count those into the totals.
3: I think part of the strategy on the part of the Democrats is to wear us down. We are understandably war slap out, right? As we say in the South, as my man Kennedy would say, Uh, they want us worn down. They want us fatigued. And And because the left knows that it is not in our nature as conservatives to really be out there on the grind trying to take over the nation, right? I mean, that's not what we do as Christians and conservatives. We're the ones that are out there trying to raise kids and get active in our church and run a business and start a business and stay late at night trying to keep a business going and keep paying the people that. You know, we're on the payroll, right? Uh, So, you know, and and there is fatigue. And there's also fatigue in the idea that no matter how hard we do work, no matter how hard somebody like a a Herschel Walker... Like you said, we're barely hanging on. We feel like we're barely hanging on. We feel like we're barely hanging on. But here's why uh, I think that there is... I'm feeling kind of good about the race, actually, regardless of the outcome, is I want you to hear a couple of Georgia voters down there. Um, I, I don't think... That Warnock, I mean, by the way, the coordinated effort on the part of the left to demean... And I guess I guess you can't say that the attacks on Walker are racist because Warnock's a racist. But let me tell you, if there was any Republican using the language that the left is using. Oh, they'd call us racist. They would for sure call us racist. Who remembers the Fonz, right? When was the last time anybody saw Henry Weakler on anything? He's tweeting out today. Same talking points that all the other Democrats are tweeting out today. How Walker can't complete a sentence.
1: Oh, you just ruined my image of the Fonz.
3: Oh, sookie, sookie now. I don't even have an image of the Fonz because that's how long it's been since that man was relevant and had an acting career, right? But he's tweeting out something that ugly against a black man. What have you done, Henry Winkler, to try to save this country, to try to work hard for this country? You've done absolutely nothing. Here's uh, here's what uh, one of the Georgia voters said about Warnock. Uh, There's two clips. Which one? Uh, I'm sorry. Clip five.
4: Thank you. Start with Tammy. So, Tammy, um, you're going to be supporting Herschel Walker. Why?
3: Um, I feel like that um, Warnock has not. He's not representing me, and he has not been talking about the policies that he wants to um, represent. Um, he's just been mudslinging. Yeah, he's just been mudslinging. He's not running on any policy. There's been nothing but a mudslinging campaign against a man who's done absolutely what wrong? Done absolutely nothing wrong. Herschel Walker was a hero, actually, to the state of Georgia. I'm not a Bulldog fan. In fact, they beat my LSU Tigers this past weekend. I'm not I'm not exactly a George Bulldog fan, but but this was a man who decided to throw his hat in the ring and to actually go into the ring. Like, and, you know, politics today is not what it was back when you're when you're um, back in the 60s, 70s and 90s, even the 2000s. Right. I mean, it's literally like being a gladiator and go into the ring. It's it when and particularly for conservatives, for Democrats, it's not for Democrats. They get they have the mainstream media and big tech. Doing their bidding for them. In fact, there's allegations today that Katie Hobbs and her campaign was colluding with Twitter to suppress speech i 'd almost say
1: I mean maybe it 's a little hyperbole, but it 's almost effortless for them
3: well yeah there isn 't any effort I mean that the way they fundraise they 're willing they 're willing to fundraise and take money from you know people around the world and violate campaign finance laws in fact, warnock did Warnock was busted for the fact that he used campaign money to pay off personal debts, and yet, if that had been a Republican, would he be even allowed to continue to run for office? no. Right. Here's what um, here's and the attacks on Warren uh, on Walker that he's unable to complete a sentence is pretty rich, pretty hypocritical coming from a party that elected Fetterman into office. Right. And you and, and by the way, they found it distasteful and ugly and cruel for anybody to point out that Fetterman literally couldn't complete a sentence. Right. And neither can Joe Biden. Let me let you listen to Walker and what he's saying about this race here. And tell me if you think that this man isn't up for the challenge of being able to do this job. Clip
4: clip uh, nine. What Senator wasn't trying to do is buy this buy this race. He's trying to buy this race. He can't run on the policy. You know, when I went to the debate to debate him, I wanted people at that time to see who was the senator. And if anyone had watched that debate, they would have saw that I was the senator. He couldn't come up with anything. He couldn't talk anymore because he had someone there that was going to call him on the things that he voted for. He voted against you know, our energy independent. Anyone with any common sense, no, you don't go to your enemies or the dictators or to our uh, terrorists to ask for energy. Anyone out there know that you shouldn't have men and women sports. We should secure this border. We should support our men and women in blue. We should get wokeness out of our military. That is common sense, but yet the media won't cover it. That's why I thank you guys for giving me this opportunity because I'm going to shout from the mountaintop that we have a problem. We have a problem because the media is hiding things from you. They're not telling you the truth. The truth is this is a good country. We're good people. We can work things out together. We got to Quit fighting among each other and start worrying about the people across the ocean from us. That's what we should be worried about.
3: Boom. Not only can that man complete a sentence, that man laid it out. What more do they want? Good grief. Well, that that's the the problem is that he did lay it out. What do they want? Somebody made an allegation today. It, this is so outrageous to me. I, I'm not even sure I, I want to play the clip because they used an image Verbally used the image of Walker being uh, uh, Hershel Walker being walked around by Lindsey Graham, which is which is a, a, a slave illustration that they used. There's nothing about Hershel Walker that says anything about him being led by anybody. You listen to that articulate message that he just gave about Very the, articulate. Uh, incredibly articulate. Yes, with a heavy Southern accent, but you know what? What, what, like uh, uh, the left that loves Jay-Z and Rihanna and Beyonce? I mean, you know, um, we played a clip of Ice Cube. I practically needed a translator. I like Herschel's
1: accent, by the way. Right.
3: He laid it out. Let's see. He talked about how we needed to... um, he uh, he criticized the Biden administration for begging terrorists to ask for energy. Uh, smart. He talked about how we needed energy independence. Is there anybody out there who's still paying, like here in San Diego, over $5 a gallon of gas who disagrees with that? What's wrong with you if you disagree with that? He says anybody out there knows you shouldn't have men in women's sports. Any in, Anybody out there, you want to argue with me that men should compete with women's sports? See, the problem they've got with Walker is that he's right on all the issues. That's the problem that they got with Walker. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our man Brian Maloney of Red Wave America. He knows Georgia. He was boots on the ground back in January 2021. We're going to get his perspective on this race and how soon we might actually get some solid results. So don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego FM 96.1 and streaming all over the world.
0: A.K. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome, welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm starting to have flashbacks. Flashbacks to November twenty uh twenty twenty. Yeah, with Georgia. I'm looking up and I'm seeing Raff- and We're
1: just talking about that.
3: Yeah, I'm seeing Raffensburger. On my TV screen, I'm seeing uh, Warnock is back up right now on uh, on Legacy Media saying 50.5%, 49.5%. What's really going on down in Georgia? What's the happening down there? Wh- when are we really going to have results? Let me tell you who I've got on with me tonight. Y'all know him well. It's Brian Maloney of Red Wave America. Y'all know the story that he was literally boots on the ground. He was there for that Georgia runoff election in January of 2021. He knows Georgia. He knows all the players, including Kemp and Raffensperger, and he is here tonight reached out to him to have him on tonight to tell you everything you guys need to know about what's happening in the peach state. Hello, Brian Maloney.
2: Hey, great to be with you. Yeah.
3: Well, is it going to be great for you? Are you going to, you got great news for me tonight? How do you see this Uh, playing out?
2: No, I wish I did. And I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think we're going to make it tonight. And I'll tell you why, just from looking at the numbers here is now. uh, Yeah. So Warnock is up right now by 24,000 votes. Um, uh, 50.4%, 49 points. Walker was up a couple times, but here's the problem. And we go through this every single election cycle, you know, the little red rural counties, they dutifully report their numbers very quickly. Numbers are at hundred percent. And then the big blue urban counties wait and wait and wait and wait to report their numbers until they know how many ballots they need to add to the stack.
5: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: they, they do the math. Um, so, and that's exactly what's going on tonight. So we have Fulton County, only 55% of the vote is in, in Fulton County. Warnock is of course ahead there, 82% to 17.7% for Walker. Cause that's, that's Atlanta. Um, and you know, only 55% of the vote is in there. So they are going to unleash a monster package of Warnock ballots, um, you know, sometime tonight. So, That's the prop. So how do you overcome that? The only question, because right now all the counties around Atlanta, including the suburbs, are blue for Warnock, which surprised me because they're not really that close. So the only thing that could save us is if it's unclear right now which ballots have been counted so far and which ones haven't. So if the early ballots have mostly been counted first, I would say that's good for us, Uh, you know, and if they haven't gotten to the election day yet, you know, Mm you know, then then I think that uh, we're in better shape. So, for instance, in Fulton County, you know, the further reaches of Fulton County that aren't quite as horrible for us, where maybe we're only down 70 to 30 or something or, you know, um, maybe it's not as horrible for us in some of those areas. So that's the only thing I can figure out here right now. And that those suburban counties around Fulton, around Atlanta, uh, maybe some of their later votes lean more Republican. So those are our only real options right here. Otherwise, what's going to happen here in the next hour or so? I think is that a big basket of, of uh, Fulton ballots are going to be just dumped, and we're going to all of a sudden we're going to be a hundred thousand behind, and we're going to be uh, very upset. So whether that's the end of this or not, I you know I don't know. The problem is election night coverage is so hard now because you don't know which ballots have been counted right. where in which counties. Sometimes they say, you know, 99% in, but oh, well, it turns out there's a, that that's not including the, you know, late absentees, of which is yeah. a massive pile. We don't know. These numbers don't mean as much as they used to anymore.
3: Right. And um, in particular with the absentee ballots, I've heard conflicting things and I've heard that they can still receive absentee ballots after Election Day. That should never be the case. Absentee ballots should be arrived before Election Day in time for them to be counted. There should be nothing that's yeah. left to be decided at the end of um, a- a- end of election day.
2: So here, here's the story on that. So what happened was a lawsuit was filed by the Southern Poverty Law Center, which, as you know, uh-huh. has nothing to do with poverty or right. anything other than left wing. And the ACLU filed a suit in Cobb County. Um, and what they were able to do is get the postmark ballots extended uh, to the deadline for military and overseas voters, which falls on December 9th. So what they said was the absentee applications didn't go out in time. Cobb Cop County is a big county, mm-hmm. uh, so that that is the kind of stuff that's going on out there. So you could have additional ballots still coming in. So if this ends up really close tonight for some reason, which it could. I mean, you know, maybe maybe we have enough ballots in the far corners of the suburbs or whatever to make this close and overcome most of Fulton. I don't, I don't know. I don't like what it looks like right now. We're only 25,000 behind right now. Um, you know, so that's it.
3: Well, here's right. something he, else he, that yeah. I want I've only got a couple more minutes left with you. I had to squeeze you in tonight because I'd already had Congressman yeah. Biggs booked. But here's something that, that I saw posted today in a suburb of Atlanta's Peachtree City, and this is from a Facebook um, page called "Life in the PTC Bubble." And this is a heavy conservative area south of Atlanta, about 45 minutes south of Atlanta. PTC elections today, the second line for the PTC municipal runoff, has a voting system glitch whereby all residents are showing already voted. Our location finally figured out how to go into the manual mode with provisional ballots, but many people had already skipped that vote and left. Be prepared for a long line if you were voting today. Uh, Another election, um, not the same state, but this is the same issue as Arizona.
2: Well, and that's it. that's the new way to rig elections. That nothing works on election day, right. and what we have to do to change that, we have to get our people out and vote early. We can't wait till election day anymore because that's when they steal it. But then they'll just come up. But,
3: but but then Brian Maloney, sorry for interrupting. I've only got a couple more minutes. We're always playing catch up, and and yeah. whatever. See that the the play was show up on election day so that they couldn't know in advance how many votes they had to come up with, and now it's we got to shift and vote early because they figured out how to overcome that. I mean, really, we, you know, we're, we're playing catch-up. And what we've got to do is, first of all, I'm glad to see, hear that Harmeet Dillon has thrown her hat in the ring for RNC chair because, you know, I mean, we've got to get rid of Ron and McDaniel. Um, yeah. But, you know I, I, you know, I don't really know if we're always playing catch-up how we're ever going to win this game.
2: Well, we have to change. We have to completely change the GOP. And hopefully you and I can talk about it maybe more this week or something. Yeah. You're not so booked up, but we've got, you know, we can talk about all the changes that need to be made. And whether it is uh Harmeet, or or Lee Zeldin, who I think would also be excellent in that role. Um, you know, we ha- the party has to be completely reworked from the top yep. down. It has to be unrecognizable from what it is today, because right now it's a dying party and we have to completely change it from the ground up.
3: Yeah, and let uh, me tell you this. Work. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but it's just I got I got to get work in as much oh, as yeah, possible no before Biggs. I saw Harmeet um was on Charlie Kirk this morning and she had heard from an attorney inside the Beltway, uh deep in uh the Republican Party who said that that um who told her that the RNC had said uh that she was told that the RNC has decided to uh get rid of the in- election integrity unit.
2: Oh, I'm sure I'm no surprise, no surprise. So if we don't get rid of Ronna McDaniel, we have to start a new party because there would be no point in fighting this battle any longer. We can't go through this another election cycle where they are fighting us. Mm-hmm. You know, they're fight- well, Mr. McConnell, he didn't put anything into this Georgia runoff. Nope. You know, he, he, where does he put his money in Alaska for, to help Lisa Murkowski beat a conservative mega Republican? You know, we can't we can't go on like this anymore. We, we either fix this party or we leave we we can't do this again.
3: No, Walker raised know? 21 million dollars and yet he was still outraised by Warnock by 30 million. You're oh, talking 21 I, I, well, million actually, against 110 50.
2: million is oh. the number I saw today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to double check, but I saw 110 million. So, I mean, I, I that could be wrong, but um wow.
3: Well, yeah. I, well, thank you for being here tonight. Um, if if maybe you can call, keep an eye on this and maybe next hour, mm-hmm. if you've got something that you can report in about an hour yeah, from yeah. now, uh, give us a call let us know. That would
2: be great. Okay, sure. Alright,
3: okay. thanks Brian Maloney. Alright, you guys stay tuned because speaking of, of got to do something new got to get rid of leadership, Congressman Biggs has come out and said why are we going to continue to have Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House when it's just going to be the same thing? Isn't that the definition of insanity? But everybody's coming for him like he's the crazy one. Well, you're going to hear from Congressman Biggs on this issue on the other side of the break. So don't go away. This is the Andrea K. show on AM 1170 The Answer, FM 96.1 and streaming all over the World babies.
0: Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut. The Andrea K show on the answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show the number one numero uno story in the country today is of course what's happening in the peach state the uh, senate runoff and the Walker Warnock race and what's the number two story it's that crazy congressman Biggs out of Arizona what in the world people are asking today who does he think he is to be actually vying for the position of speaker of the house people calling him crazy you would act like he had done something insane like I don't know take taxpayers dollars and funded gain of function research and unleash a virus on us um, he's so crazy. Well, you know what? I say he's crazy like a fox and he knows what he's doing. And he's here to tell you guys why. He's thrown his hat in the ring to challenge Kevin McCarthy on the speakership position. Congressman Biggs, thank you for being here tonight.
5: Andrea, it's my pleasure always to be with you.
3: Thank you. So um, I, I don't know why this is so hard for some people to grasp Congressman Andy Biggs, that when don't we all know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result? And isn't that what we would be having here if Kevin McCarthy was, again, Speaker of the House?
5: Yeah, absolutely. what, What people don't realize is Kevin has been at or near the top of the Republican leadership for 12 years now in Congress. And, and he was there under Boehner. He was there under Paul Ryan. He's been the minority leader for four years. And I'll just tell you that that you're going to get the establishment over and over again. And and in the last four years, what has he done that has impressed anybody that he's going to fight um, to slow down uh, bad policy coming from the Biden administration or advance good policy that came, was coming from the Trump administration? Uh, it, it just didn't happen and it's not going to happen again and i'm 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 baffled and and um you know when i see some of my colleagues tell me i we actually had a guy say last week in a in a in a closed door meeting he said he's been in congress for 28 years and everything's working fine and nothing needs to change wow i'm, I'm like whoa whoa well, well, are you are you immune to in, uh, you know, high energy prices? Are you immune, immune to inflation? Are you immune, immune to border problems or crime or bad foreign policy or or national debt that's run away uh, from us and the structural deficit every year of one point five trillion? I, how is everything working right? And and these, so these people in the establishment, they've been in the Washington bubble, and Andrea, they don't understand what Americans. I mean, Americans think and feel and how we live. I, I you know, people ask me where I live. I said, I live in Gilbert, Arizona. <laughs> I happen to work, um, you know, during the week in Washington, D.C., but believe me, I do my living in Arizona
3: right, and um the there's something about that swamp that even the even the most well intended it seems uh can get into inside the beltway and just get sucked into the swamp, and there's just something about the power um that that and something about the uniparty system that just takes people over and just corrupts their minds to where they forget where they came from and there and there's also something that's happened to where it's as though uh and and it's not correct in thinking. But they believe that if you look at all the all the the, um, the systems around the world and communism, socialist systems, etc. I mean, it, it, the one of the things that we see consistent is the elites never tend to have to live under the weight of their own policies. But that's not no. necessarily true because at some point these systems collapse, and then everybody suffers under the weight of it. So they're incorrect in thinking that they're insulated from the weight of their own policies. And even if they are, even if they die before America collapses under the weight of this, they have children, they have grandchildren, and they don't seem to care about it. And something has to change because, and, and I tell you, it's so demoralizing to those of us out here, the average Americans, those of us working hard, those of us who care, those of us who work hard for campaigns or use... Or like Scott Pressler is out in Georgia, all the all the grassroots to work to try to get good candidates elected that believe in America first, believe in conservatism to only have the leadership completely continue to sell us out. If we don't chop off the heads of the snake, Mitch McConnell in the Senate and McCarthy in the House, we're there's we're, we're never going to change anything. But for some reason. So let me advance it to this question to you. When it comes to how it works, the, your detractors are saying it takes two hundred eighteen vote, votes. You're just taking votes away from Kevin McCarthy because you don't have two eighteen yourself, and now you're just going to pave the way for the establishment to work with Democrats. How do you respond? Well, that's
5: I, I, I say. Well, that's about as nutty as you can get. Um, you, there's a couple of ways to respond to that. First of all, um, that isn't how it works in the numerical. Uh, in the the numbers for the speakers. That just doesn't work that way. You have to get the majority of those who vote. Okay. So that means that if uh, Hakeem Jeffries who's the Democrat leader gets 212 votes, which is that be every Democrat and Kevin McCarthy got 185 and then I got all the rest, let's say, no, we'd have no speaker. Hakeem Jeffries would not win. So they don't understand how it works um and so uh, we wouldn't have a speaker the other thing is who who are the people that are going to go over and work with the democrats i mean who is it really is it kevin oh then it's kevin mccarthy Mm -hmm. so isn't that odd it doesn't that prove that it's a uniparty so why don't we step away from that why don't we step away from that and say you know if you don't like kevin mccarthy then 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 maybe kevin needs to step down he doesn't have the votes now he's not going to get the votes. Maybe he should step aside for the good of the country and allow, um, if it's not me, uh, a different consensus candidate. There's some, there's some great people in our conference who are uh, what I would call center right, um, who have the respect of, of people on both sides, and we can deliver a great agenda for the American people, but they would be willing also, I think, to stand up against the Biden agenda. And right now, this current uh, candidate uh, McCarthy uh, for speaker doesn't stand up. No right, you know, Andrew, we're talking. We're in the middle of uh, an omnibus spending package that is going to be larded down with all kinds of spending that the Democrats are trying to put together. The Republicans in the Senate, we were. This is who we're relying on to stop this: is the Republicans in the Senate. Um, but if that passes, it will take and eat away the the main uh, power lever that the republicans have and our and and kevin mccarthy is not out there beating the drums and he and he needs to be out there beating the drums and and uh that's what i'm trying to do along with with running against him is is beat the drums and and i just talked to got off the phone a minute ago from a a u.s senator saying you gotta stop the omnibus because if you do then then we're toast
3: um probably for two years. Yeah, That's really the facts. That's the facts. Because the only leverage is is spending. Or is there also leverage going to be in the subpoenas? One of the things people want is accountability. They want the House to be holding people accountable. We've got more revelations coming out daily. I mean, the only Elon Musk, I'm going to share the story with the listeners later about uh, James Baker being fired, Uh, but he wasn't, you know, but he was only fired by Elon Musk today. We've got, you know, an out-of-control, weaponized, deep state with the FBI and the DOJ and nobody's been held accountable we've got a weaponized out of control CDC and NIH and NIAID yep. and nobody's held accountable and we have got to have that and you know and and so it's gonna have to take a fighter and Kevin McCarthy is the guy that was busted on audio tr- wanting want to you know Trump to to I can't even remember what he said to Liz Cheney but it was like he wanted Trump to resign or something it was absolutely ridiculous yes.
5: Yeah, yeah, he wa- he's, he suggested uh, resignation, and he also suggested a censure uh, resolution as some kind of a compromise for, uh, with those who wanted to impeach him. The, the 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 at some level, you have to have the strength mm-hmm. and the courage to say we're we're not taking it anymore. We're going to fight this thing through because. Uh, Andrea, here's the way I look at it. We're in an existential crisis. Can you imagine two more full years Mm, of an unchecked Biden administration? And and frankly, um, I'm afraid that's what we're going to get. If if it's the if it's our minority leader if he's elected to be speaker of the house. Yeah, I've
3: got to right. have I've got to address the border uh, while I have you, and yeah. uh, and get your response to Joe Biden the outrageous comment that he oh. had to say today. Uh, for the listeners who didn't hear it, uh, Joe Biden was asked today when he, he was out here in San Diego during the midterms didn't go to the border. Uh, he was in Arizona today. I'm not sure what he was doing there, but he was asked about the border, and here's what he had to say. Skins, please play clip four.
1: State and not just the
3: there's more important things going on than the border, he says. Congressman Biggs.
5: Yeah, I mean, I was outraged by that. Um, uh, I, look, I've been in contact with my uh, my my Border Patrol sources, my ranchers along the Arizona border. It is getting worse daily. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, an, an additional, in the last two weeks, an additional 100 people a day just in in Yuma, just in Yuma, which is already 1,200 a day. So, I mean, they're over, overwhelmed, and I'm also told that um, if if they go through with this plan to get, get rid of Title 42, you will see direct releases into these border cities and towns because the, the Border Patrol facilities are all, all already overwhelmed, the NGOs that help them are overwhelmed, and for this guy to go down and say there is something more important than the national security of the United States of America. Says everything you need mm-hmm. to know about a Marxist tyrant uh, running uh, this country with an oligarchy of of similar similar uh, philosophical bent tyrants in the White House. That's what's happening in America today, and it requires strength to stand up against against those people. And that's that's really what I think is uh, lacking.
3: Well, yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, have have yeah, I mean, we've had five uh, uh, estimates of upwards of five million illegals coming across the Biden administration. And by the way, that makes the Biden administration the world's largest human trafficking operator, in my opinion. Meanwhile, 50 billion dollars has been sent to to fight for the Ukraine border. And we don't even know where that money went. Right. So uh, right. Th- this is right. this has just got to be got to be stopped. And they know that this border I- I- crisis is not a winning issue for them. And that's why they avoid it. And they've got the legacy media that's not doing anything uh, to expose it. Uh, we, uh, you know, we've already got and I'm tired of hearing that there, there's 11 million illegals in this country. No, it's upwards of probably about 60 million at this point. And Chuck Schumer has already said that he's wanting full amnesty for anybody who's come into this country. We we are at a crisis point. Um, and the Senate today, I heard that some Republicans um, in the Senate have said they're just not so sure they want the, this impeachment of Mayorkas congressman Biggs,
5: right i, I mean uh, there's so much to unpack with what you just said okay so so uh, before the election before it was close when he thought he'd have 30 uh, extra votes mccarthy said no we're not going to impeach anybody in the biden uh white house and you had Mitt romney say today he didn't think anybody in the, in the biden administration uh had done anything worthy of, of, of impeachment but you have alejandro mayorkas who has opened up the border is is demanded that that Border Patrol and ICE not enforce the law, has brought in terrorists, child molesters. Mm-hmm. He's aided and abetted this human trafficking uh, system that's there, and and he he's the first one that should be impeached, for yeah. sure, for sure. And then uh, you've got the Biden administration uh, uh, facilitating this and ignoring it, so we really are the logistics arm for the human traffickers, uh, and i I find myself absolutely apoplectic sometimes thinking about this mm-hmm. um, be, because I know people on the border i I got a, a text yesterday from a rancher um, talking about uh, literally hundreds coming across
1: mm.
5: when he when previously over a six-month period he might have a hundred people now now that's happening on a regular basis uh, um, you know sometimes in a day sometimes in a week but' he's, he's inundated mm-hmm. and this administration says to the American people this is not a priority your safety is not a priority and um nor is our border and right and, and, and for those listening they, they really
3: th- there there's people listening that think oh this isn't going to affect them oh it this is will affect every state every yeah. state basically is a border state now because part of the part of the issue is that they're spread out and uh, all throughout the country and even if they're not showing up in your neighborhood it will be hitting you economically and uh, yeah. because they are an absolute drain on this country economically what we spend and I'm not even talking about I mean the1200 dollars that they're given in the smartphone when they come across doesn't even it, it, I mean it's, we're talking, I don't know how many billions of dollars annually uh, to support these illegal immigrants, these illegal aliens coming into the country. And what I would like to see is some courage going forward with the next president of the United States to say, you know what, we are going to deport. We are yeah, going to deport. And I'm going to have a deportation port force and a yeah. whole lot of airplanes and a whole lot of buses. And we're going to be rounding you up and getting you out of our country because you've committed the, the crime of breaking and entering. Final thoughts, Congressman Biggs.
5: Yeah, and while all this is going on, while you and I are talking about the border going rampant, you know what was happening in this administration and in the Senate? They are making deals to grant amnesty to various groups who are in this country illegally. You know what that be, is? That is a draw for more people to come. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we can either we can either continue with this insanity um, and continue with the establishment Republicans, or we can change it. And I think the people voted for a change, and that's, that, that needs to happen in the House of
3: Representatives. Absolutely. Well, my, I'd be voting for you, Congressman Biggs. And uh, you always have our vote as favorite congressman. and we appreciate you <laughs> taking the time and, and coming on the show tonight. Best of luck to you. Best wishes.
5: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
3: All right, y'all stay tuned. I think I mentioned it. I kind of teased it out a little bit about a big firing that took place on Twitter today. We're going to share that story with you. It is absolutely huge. Huge. And we're going to tell you all about it when we come back from the break. Don't away.
0: Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. These woke, high IQ, stupid people, they're easy to recognize. <laughs> they hate George Washington. They hate Thomas Jefferson. They hate Dr. Zeus and they hate Mr. Potato Head.
1: <laughs> this is like my favorite quote of the week.
3: I love him so much of course it always makes me smile and chuckle when i hear uh accent from home um so uh, it makes me chuckle today that somebody well i can't i can't segue from this is, isn't about chuckling remember how we had the twitter files that were released uh, by matt taibbi yep. on friday and then on monday yesterday i'm like hey h- hold up there's some stuff that too much major stuff was not released in fact miranda devine i talked about we played the clip last night of Miranda Devine saying, Um, hold up. Where's all this stuff about the FBI and all the meetings that they had in advance of the October 2020 election? Well, come to find out. Guess what happened today? There was somebody outside of Elon Musk's knowledge who was... F- pilfering through and was filtering the documents and stopping Matt Taibbi from getting uh, the documents released to him. Here's how he describes what happened today. He said, on Friday, the first installment of the Twitter files was published. We expect, expected to publish more over the weekend. Many wondered why there was a delay, like maw. He says, now we can tell you part of the story. On Tuesday, Twitter Deputy General Counsel and former FBI General Counsel Jim Jim Baker was fired. Among the reasons, vetting the first batch of, quote, Twitter files without knowledge of new management. The process for producing the Twitter files was supposed to be delivery to two journalists, Barry Weiss and Matt Taibbi, via a lawyer close to new management. However, what happened was... They started discovering that the person in charge of releasing the files was someone named Jim. Come to find out, Jim was James Baker. Who was James Baker? James Baker was the guy who was involved in all things related to the Steele dossier. He was related to the Russian collusion hoax. Um he was um he played a pivotal role in the 2016 election as the FBI's general counsel. He was responsible for reviews, reviewing the FISA warrants against Trump's 2016 presidential campaign Carter Page. Um let's see. He was involved with the campaign lawyer Michael Sussman and, and who was uh fabricated uh data involving FBI's Crossfire Hurricane team and, and I could go on and on and on. This is the guy whose hands were absolutely filthy at every step of the way from 2016 through the Trump administration involved in the Russian collusion hoax and then Twitter hired him and he got involved in suppressing information and he was fired today as a result Interesting, as uh, Julie Page mentioned today from AM Greatness, that it took Elon Musk actually to be the one to fire James Baker. At no point did Bill Barr fire James Baker. At any point, when it was revealed, and they all knew that he was a part of dealing with Mark Elias and Mark Suss and, and Michael Sussman, Michael Sussman, who was prosecuted for the fact that he had falsified FISA warrants. This man is absolutely not just has dirty hands, but he's a criminal. And so there he was behind the scenes trying to hide information that Elon Musk wanted revealed. So hat tip to Elon Musk for firing somebody that needed to be fired. Hey, coming up the next hour, we've got uh, our man Gary Quackenbush is going to be here, quackin' the whack. Uh, it's always a fun time to have him. On. He, he always shares with us some funny, something to laugh at, which is a wacky news story of the week and then also some news you can use. Um, there was a, a really re- dis- despicable display happening today over Jan 6 that involved uh, Officer Nick, and we're going to share that story with you guys and, and what went on there. And then there's a story I got to share with you guys. It has to do with the Great Reset that is a story that look out because it might be coming to a town near you. So much to share with you guys. Want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Hopefully we're going to have an update for you guys on uh, the Warnock-Walker race.
1: Uh, Right now Uh, we're sitting at 50.2 to 49.8 with Warnock in the lead.
3: uh, What what percentage are all counties reporting at this point?
1: All counties have somewhat reported 88% votes are in.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned because you don't want to miss the next hour of the Andrew Acacia. we got too much information to share with you, including the fact that who knew that Shark Week was racist? Since when do sharks become racist? Hmm. You don't want to miss this. Don't go anywhere. See you next hour.